Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. This is Apostle Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. God's kingdom, amen, is where God's people are supposed to live and breathe and have their being. It's where we're supposed to operate. It's where we're supposed to have knowledge and awareness, amen, of how a kingdom operates. We're supposed to take our part in the kingdom of God, that is where Jesus is Lord. And the Bible says we kiss his ring. We we kiss the son lest he be angry, lest the Lord be angry. Amen. In other words, the, the operation of the kingdom of God, amen, God expects his people to know and to be aware, amen, because he's given us everything that we need to operate in faith and to operate in the kingdom of God where Jesus is Lord, not only in heaven, but also in this this earth realm, amen. And so today we wanna start with Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 29 and verse 29. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. It reads, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Amen. So the secret things. What are the secret things? The secret things are those things yet to be revealed. Amen. God's secrets, sometimes called his his mysteries, are things that are associated with the Lord. Amen. Those things which are of the Lord that he wants us to have. So the secret things belong to God, but that which is revealed, they are for us and our children forever and ever. Amen. And so that which is revealed from the things that are secret, amen, is our inheritance. It's for us and for our children forever and ever, amen. So the revelation of the Lord, it is an inheritance to God's people, amen. The revelation, the things that God revealed. Amen. They are in inheritance. In other words, God's word, his truth. Amen. God's truth is our inheritance. Think about it this way. If someone were to give you an inheritance of houses or lands or monies, amen, those things could decay. Amen. Those things could diminish. Those things could be fought after and exchange hands, amen. But the inheritance which God gives 
is his word, which produces everything that we need in life. Amen. And so the word is a far more enduring substance. Amen. If you think about it that way, God's word is a far more enduring substance, amen, than natural things, even silver and gold and things of that nature cannot be compared unto the Lord, amen. And so God gives by revelation, God gives the truth of his word by revelation, amen. He reveals what is the truth, amen. And so what God reveals is either held on to or it is, it is not. Amen. So you could look at it this way. Your inheritance is the revelation of God, the revelation of his truth, of those things that are walked in, those things that are seen and acknowledged, and even the things which are not walked in, they were still given unto you. In other words, what was revealed, amen, is either walked in, amen, or it could be forgotten over generations of time, amen. It could be lost, so to speak. But God says that is still your inheritance, what is seen, amen, and what is not seen, what is manifested, and what is not manifested. So secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but that which is revealed belong to us. They belong to us. God has given them unto us and to our children forever. Why? That we may do the words of the law. Amen. It's like in the book of James. Amen. We'll turn there. In the book of James. Chapter 1, verses 22 through 24. But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. So you could forget the truth and not walk in the truth, both individually, that's personally, or corporately, amen. The light that God's people walked in, a lot of the responsibility for that light goes to the minister, amen. The, the pastors especially, Amen. To keep God's people walking, walking in that light. And so you have to do. Amen. The Bible says Deuteronomy chapter 29, 29, the, the last of that verse says that we may do all the words of the law that we may do so we don't forget. You have to do. Amen. So you don't forget. So secret things belong to God, but that which is revealed. God reveals his word. He reveals the truth that we may do it, that we may walk in it, that we may look like the truth, that the church looks like the truth. Amen. And we know that the church can put off the word of God, forget 
the word of God, not walk in the fullness of light and not look like the truth. Amen. So we are to do the revealed word, which God has given as an inheritance. Amen. Every revealed thing was once a secret thing. Through intimacy, God reveals. So, so God reveals through intimacy. Amen. That's what the light means. Amen. The Bible says that we're supposed to fellowship in the light. Amen. So fellowshipping in the light, according to 1 John chapter 1, that our fellowship is in the light. Fellowshipping in the light is called intimacy. Amen. But that fellowship is beyond relationship. Amen. You could be related to God and you could boldly claim that you are a child of God. You may even say that you are a son or a daughter of God. But the reason that God saved you was to bring you into fellowship, to bring you into the light so that he can reveal his secrets unto you. Amen. His secrets are for you. And so that the body of things revealed are things seen and not seen, things manifested and not manifested, things that are walked in and things that are forgotten. Even the things that are forgotten are your inheritance if you be zealous, amen, for that light, amen. In Genesis, the book of Genesis, Chapter 18 and verse 17, amen. So God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, amen, that God was going to see, amen, if the cry of the wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah was exactly what that cry was speaking, amen, that it needed to be destroyed. Amen. And yet in, Gal in Genesis chapter 18, verse 17, God said, and the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Verse 18, since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Verse 19, for I've known him. In, in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. Amen. Is the promise, the inheritance, that Abraham would be a father of many nations. Amen. And that Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham spoke to God face to face. And because Abraham was zealous to maintain intimacy with the Lord, amen, then God says, I will not hide this thing that I'm doing from Abraham. Amen. So that that which was revealed, amen, that Abraham would be a father of many nations, that that word would be kept Amen. That that word would be kept for all posterity. Amen. From generation to generation, that that word of truth would manifest. Amen. 
says that was a secret at first to Abraham. His name was Abram. But God revealed the truth that he would be the father of many nations, amen, through intimacy, amen. And Abraham, God says, I know Abraham that he's going to keep this thing rolling, amen, and his children, and his children's children, amen. And so, intimacy, amen, intimacy, the light of God, the fellowship with the Lord, amen. So revelations are kept through light, amen, through intimacy, maintaining the light. The, the, the Bible says that those who are ready for the return of Jesus have their loins girded and their light burning. Their light does not go out. Intimacy, fellowship, amen. That day does not overtake them as a thief. Why? God is in intimacy with them, in fellowship with them, revealing what's in his heart before he does a thing. Amen. Now, no one knows when God will return, but the Bible clearly says that that day will not overtake the children of light. Amen. Somehow, some way, through intimacy and fellowship with the Lord. Amen. So, Intimacy means fellowship. Fellowship is in the light. So light is synonymous with fellowship. And light is supposed to be continuous. If light is not continuous, if revelation, illumination is not continuous, then you could lose that which God has spoken. You could lose that which God has revealed. Amen. And so I'm here to tell you that you have an inheritance with the Lord. The Bible says, eyes not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Intimacy, <laughs> fellowship, loving the Lord. But God has revealed them by the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Amen. Revelation is that which is seen and even that which was lost. So you could say revelation is that which is seen and that which is not seen. Revelation is that which is manifested and that which is not, which is not manifested. Amen. In Psalms chapter 25, The book of Psalms, chapter 25, and verse 14. Psalms 25, 14. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Amen. And so this is the same thread. This is the same thing, amen, that the secret of the Lord, amen. Remember, the secret is with the Lord. You, you don't have revelation unless the Lord give it, amen. So the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, who honor him, who reverence him, who loves him. That's intimacy. That's fellowship. And he will show them his covenant. 
So the word of the Lord is part of the covenant. We say Old Testament, New Testament. Old Covenant, New Covenant. Amen. We talk about the covenant of Abraham. Amen. So God deals with man by covenant. So he reveals his word, amen, and his promises, amen, that what covenant means to man is that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent, amen, that by two immutable things in that it is impossible for God to lie, the oath and the promise that God, because he could swear by none greater, he swore by himself that blessing, I will bless you, multiplying, I will multiply you. I'm going to get the good to you, the blessing to you. I will perform my covenant unto you. Amen. How he's going to do that through his word. Amen. By the revelation of his word. And so it's not just the written word, the logos. It's the rhema word. It is that which is revealed is a personal promise unto you. The word of God must be personal unto you. It's not enough to know that God is able to heal and that he heals other folk. You need to know through covenant, amen, that God will heal you, amen, by these exceeding great and precious promises. We are partakers of his divine nature, amen, and the promises of God to us or yes in amen, amen. So the secret of the Lord is with those who loves him in fellowship, who keep the light burning, amen. Keeping the light burning is continual fellowship with the Lord. So there must be an appreciation for that which is revealed, amen. The example of the opposite of that is the manna, amen. Manna is the bread that came down from heaven. Amen. How God sustained the children of Israel in the wilderness. But the word manna came from the people. The word manna means, what is this? It is a phrase of contempt and disdain. In other words, the people were so accustomed to the diet of Egypt. Amen. The leeks, the, the, the onions, amen. all those, the, the, the squash, amen, that they were fed while they were slaves. In other words, they were sustained to be slaves. They were fed, if you can receive this, so that they would have enough strength to, to work with rigor, amen. The Bible says that Pharaoh caused them to serve with rigor. That means bowed over, never looking up to know that there is a God. Amen. And so that was what was in their heart. And so the word manna was a word of contempt. Amen. That here's something that came down from heaven from God. Amen. Which they had never seen or known. Amen. But the most important part was that it was intended for them and it came down from heaven and it was from the Lord, amen. From heaven, from, from the Lord, that which was intended for them to sustain them, 
Amen. And so they disdained it. So it is symbolic of that which comes from heaven. Revelation comes from heaven. Wisdom comes down from above, from heaven, from the Lord. Amen. What God reveals is the truth. You can live by the supply which comes from heaven. So that was the truth. The truth is, how are you going to feed these millions of people? Amen. It was estimated anywhere from 5 million because they would give the number of the, the foot soldiers, 20 to a certain um, number, you know, 50, something like that. So that doesn't even include the older men. That does not include the children, the youth. That does not include the, the women. That does not include the 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 sons and the daughters or, or the younger, the younger folk, the girl children and the boy children, you know. So they said that number could be anywhere, you know, up to five million. Who who knows exactly, but it was it was more than five hundred thousand. <laughs> Man. And so what is the truth? The truth is the, the, the revelation, what is the revelation of the manna? That God can sustain you, that you can live by the supply which comes from heaven. That's the truth. They disdained the revelation. <laughs> Amen. Even it was in the form of manna, which is, they say, was like coriander seed and honey. It was frost-like, a thin wafer. But it was angels' food, and the implication was that it was good, that God did not give them anything bad. They disdained it. They did not have an appetite for that revelation. Amen. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Amen. God can sustain you by his word. So the truth belongs to God, just as justice belongs to God, righteousness belong to God. These concepts that we use in this earth realm actually belong to God and come from God. So you cannot know truth without the Lord. You cannot have justice without the Lord. You cannot know righteousness without the Lord. Amen. And yet God gives these as a revealed inheritance to those who do not despise their spiritual birthright. You know, I am making allusion unto Esau, who despised his birthright. Amen. It was actually a spiritual birthright. Amen. We are children of God. We are born of the Spirit. Flesh and blood cannot inherit. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. God is giving us that which pertains unto the kingdom. Amen. If you can receive the kingdom of God on this earth, you certainly can receive and enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. So all truth belongs to God. And there are two categories of truth. That which has been revealed. Amen. And that which has yet to be revealed. Of the things that are revealed, some are manifest and some have been forgotten. Amen. Of God's truth. Amen. Some has been manifest and of that which is, has been manifest, some 
has been forgotten. Amen. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse two. So why is the truth um, sometimes obscured? Why, why is the truth sometimes hidden? Why is the truth sometimes covered? The Apostle Paul says, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame or dishonesty, not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, committing ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. It says, Verse three, but if our gospel is veiled, is veiled to those who are perishing, whom whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of glory, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. But back to verse two, Paul says, we did not handle the word of God craftily. Okay, so for the truth, the revelations of God to continue to be manifest that those who are stewards over the truth have to handle the word of God in the proper way that God has always called those that he has put into the ministry. Number one, to be separated unto him and separated unto that ministry. Amen. And so that they would be holy or that they would know how to handle Holy things. Did you know that there are those who do not know that there are holy things? There are people who disdain God. Amen. The notion that there's a God and especially the notion that there's something sacred and holy. Amen. They scoff. They laugh. They mock. Amen. They have no awareness of the holy the people that God has chosen, and indeed, when you talk about ministry, amen, you talk about those who are chosen of the Lord, amen. Many are called, few are chosen, amen. You're called, many are called into ministry. Chosen means elect. That means you have an awareness, amen, of that calling and what it takes to be pleasing unto God, to satisfy God, to obey the Lord and to walk in the light of that, even the fullness of obedience. That's called a heart which is perfect to the Lord. Amen. A heart which is perfect is a heart which is loyal unto the Lord. So Paul says we have renounced. Amen. We turn our backs on and we have said we have nothing to do with the hidden things of shame or dishonesty. We don't walk in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully. Amen. So he's faithful to that word. Amen. And so that is the attitude. That is the posture for that which is of the light to continue to be seen, that which is revealed, to still be used and regarded, regarded in this in this earth realm. Ephesians chapter five. Ephesians chapter five. 
continues to speak according to this manner. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 through 13. It says, For you once darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, finding out what is acceptable unto the Lord. So this is your part, to walk in the Spirit, to exhibit the fruit of the Spirit in all goodness and righteousness and truth, and to find out what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. So I've already told you that the maintaining of the truth is fellowshipping in the light. And here it says, have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. That you can enjoy the world and walk in the things of the world and you're covering the light. You, you are asleep and you are drunk, amen, because you're not walking according to your true calling. And so the Bible says over and over, people say, the Bible doesn't talk about, you know, sin in the New Testament. Yes, it does. It says flee fornication. It says abhor idols. It says have no fellowship with the works of darkness. It says don't be drunk with wine. It says all these things don't operate in lasciviousness. Amen. Naughtiness. <laughs> Amen. Don't, don't operate. It's a shame to do these things or to even speak of these things. Verse 12, for it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. That means in darkness. Amen. So there is the secret things which belong to God, which are pure, which comes out in fellowship and intimacy with him. But trying to do those things that they do in the darkness is called secret. In other words, you are initiated into the light. The Bible says that you have fellowship. Paul had fellowship with the mysteries. Amen. Fellowshipping with the mysteries or the secret things causes revelation. Amen. So you can be initiated into darkness to learn the ways of darkness. The Bible says you have not so learned Christ. The Bible says in Revelation, it, it talks about that this church had not known the ways of Satan. Amen. The Bible talks about the working of iniquity. That means to be initiated into Satan's ways. In other words, there are those in the world that want to be enriched. They want status. They want esteem. They want stature. They want power. The more they give themselves to darkness and cut off any form of the light, the devil can use them as a spokesperson. The devil can use them as a person of influence, such as those in Hollywood or in the music industry, or any field where there is renown, where there is influence, that you notice that many of these people 
seem to have finances, seem to have power, that what they say seems to be counted and esteemed. That is the working of iniquity. That is the workings of Satan. You need to know these things and not want these things and renounce these things and have nothing to do. Do do not, Lord, what is the word? Do not praise those who seem to move upward in darkness. Do, do, Do not have a word of compliment. Amen. You need to know that there is a difference, that there's no fellowship between light in darkness. So the Bible says, have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Verse, verse 13, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. So here's the truth of God. All things that are exposed, reproved, are made manifest by the light. So what is evil is seen to be evil, and what is righteous is seen to be righteous. How do we know? The light manifested it. Amen. So it is the light of God, the illumination of God, which manifests, which reveals. And so God has revelation for us. It's not that God has all these secrets that he's keeping from us. These secrets or these mysteries are for us. God is waiting for those who are a faithful steward, faithful to the light, so he can reveal his secrets to those who fear him. Amen. And so it would be for the entire body of Christ. The Bible says that when God speaks in the ear that you can shout from the rooftop. Amen. And so the the secrets, the mysteries to be revealed are for the body of Christ. And it is true that some things are time-released. Sometimes scrolls are opened, amen, and things are revealed for a certain time. That is true. But the secret things belong to God, but that which is revealed through fellowship, amen, as you engage the Lord in intimacy, you will not only get the newly revealed, but also the restoration of what already has been revealed, amen. There are revivals, and there has been revivals through the history of Christian, Christendom. Amen. There's been revivals where people say, I got a revelation, amen, of grace. John Calvin, Martin Luther, I have a revelation, amen. People, there's been revivals of healing, amen. It seems like a special outpouring of God to bring man back into that revelation. But the word of God was true the whole time. The whole gospel, Jesus healed everyone that came to him. And evil spirits crying out with loud voice left the people, amen. And he gave this power unto his disciples, amen, to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And that word we claim for ourselves, and over all the power of the enemy, amen, to the revelation of healing was there the whole time, but it was covered up, so to speak, amen. The revelation of grace was there the whole time. (laughs) Prosperity, here's the deal. Go Go back to 2 Corinthians 
chapter four. I'll just, in verse two, I'll make reference to it. Paul says that he did not handle the word of God craftily or deceitfully, but he manifested the truth. So part of manifesting the truth is to not walk in the thing that you're clothed in darkness. You're, you're not trying to fool somebody. You're not trying to be somebody. Amen. Did you know that the lust, the lust of the flesh and eyes and pride of life, if the minister of God had or operated according to lust or still were open to certain lust, he would handle the word of God craftily or deceitfully. Amen. So, so part of maintaining the light is maintaining the light, the light in you. Amen. In Acts chapter three, we're trying to get somewhere. Amen. So I'm going to speed it up a little bit because we're trying to get somewhere. Acts chapter three, verse 21 is speaking of Jesus whom heaven and earth must receive until the time of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. So heaven must retain Jesus, hold Jesus, until the restoration of all things. Amen. Somebody says, is, does the, 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 the lamb lay down with the lion? Is that what you're talking about? We will eventually get there, but this is talking about the restoration of the truth. Amen. The church must operate in the fullness of the light. Heaven must retain Jesus until the church, at least a remnant, operates in the fullness of the light, that which is revealed and that which has been revealed. Amen. It's for the church as an inheritance. Amen. Heaven must retain Jesus until the restoration of all things. Amen. So you see the picture Amen. Of the, the waves crashing on the seashore. Amen. Maybe it is a, a, a rocky seashore. Amen. The waves go in, the waves go out. Amen. Those who know that as a landmark, amen, may not see any difference. Amen. But beneath, amen, sand is being shifted. Sand is being moved, amen. But that which is of the Lord is called the rock, amen. Mankind is not aware many times unless you're plugged in spiritually. Unless you're plugged in spiritually, you, you, you think, hey, we have in church, amen. We do it. We know how to do it. We do it the same. Every time we have a good time, in the Lord, you don't even know, amen, that that which is of the truth, amen, is being attacked, is being attacked, is being attacked, amen, until the church no longer looks like the church that came out of revelation knowledge of Jesus Christ, amen. Just because the word is revealed at one time doesn't mean that it will be maintained. So this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the word of God being revealed, amen, manifested, and then maintained throughout the generation, amen. It takes friends of God, those in fellowship who walk in the light, amen. 
In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Let a man so consider us, this is the Apostle Paul, as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that they be found faithful. So Paul says he and those that were of his ministry, that they are stewards of the mysteries of God. So, so God will give those generals, those pioneers, God will give unto them the mysteries. So secret things belong to God, but that which is revealed. And the revelation of those mysteries for the body of Christ. Now, there is a difference between those who are the generals and pioneers of the Lord. So that does not mean that the lay person cannot get revelation. But this term stewards of the mysteries is talking about, especially the apostles and the prophets, amen. But especially, especially the apostles. I don't magnify my office. I'm just, I'm just telling you the way it worked. This is the apostle Paul, that he is a steward of the mysteries, amen. So the Lord gives him these mysteries and reveals it unto him, unto the apostles, to reveal it unto the church. Now here Paul talks about those who are in ministry under him. Amen. Let us so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. So God... Paul is able to break down these mysteries or teach these mysteries unto others, but to, it is required, amen, of a steward of the mystery that they be faithful to that mystery. Amen. Why? We have to keep it in perpetuity. We have to keep that revelation in this earth realm or the church will not look like anything that it's supposed. It would be uh, devoid of power, amen, and glory. Amen. It would look like the image of man instead of the image of God. Amen. So it's required stewards that they be faithful. Amen. And then in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2. Amen. So Paul reiterates this to Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. And the things which you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Amen. So this is the, 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 the mantra, amen, of the apostle. Amen. To have spiritual sons, amen, that they can teach, amen, of the mysteries of the, the things that God has told them, commanded them to be stewards over. Amen. To be a steward over the mysteries. And so we need sons. Amen. Like Timothy, that we can teach these two, that Timothy could teach these two. So it is that the oil 
would not be interrupted. We make reference to this a lot, Psalms 133. It talks about how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Where does unity come from? It comes from the oil that flows from the head. Amen. Of Aaron that goes down his face, his beard, and the skirts of his garments. It's like the dew of Hermon. It says there, God has commanded the blessing. Amen. It's, it's not a hard thing. Amen. That God has chosen apostles to be stewards of the mysteries, that they may teach these to sons, and that sons could teach these to faithful men. Amen. What do they teach? The same thing that was you seen and observed in me, heard in me amongst many witnesses. Amen. You teach also, amen, the things that I've taught, amen, that I received from the Lord is as secrets, amen, that the apostle by definition operates in the intimacy needed to handle mysteries and to handle holy things. The definition of apostle, amen, is those who fellowship with God in the light, who receive from Jesus the mysteries that the church needs, amen, to be revealed. Why revealed? Because it's, it's powerful. You know, it's one thing for there to be engraven in stone the Ten Commandments. It is another thing to receive a truth by revelation. It is powerful because it is alive. It is active. Amen. It is for the moment. It propels you. It brings you up higher. It gives you boldness. Amen. It gives you strength and ability to deal with opposition, the revelations of the Lord. And so we all, we must always receive by revelation. Amen. And so you, you give those things unto others. And, and this is where I was trying to, to get to. So I was glad that I had enough time to get to Joshua. The book of Joshua, chapter 15, verses 16 through 19. Amen. The Lord spoke this to my spirit. Amen. And so that's where this message came from. Verse 16, and Caleb said, he who attacks Kirjath, Sephir, and takes it to him, I will give saw my daughter, as wife. And Othniel, the son of Kenaz, the brother of Caleb, took it and gave him, Aksal, his daughter, as wife. Now it was so when she came to him that she persuaded him to ask her father for a field. So she dismounted from her donkey. And Caleb said to her, what do you wish? She answered, give me a blessing since you have given me the land in the south. Give me also springs of water. So he gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. Now think about that. <laughs> Amen. She says, since you've given me the land in the south, give me springs of water. Amen. You think of springs of water, you think about the upper springs, but deep beneath 
in caverns, they are springs of water also. The Bible says that the, 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 the water springs forth or it issues for, forth, amen, that we draw joy from wells of salvation, springs beneath. Springs beneath are not seen, amen. How would she know, amen, to ask for the springs beneath? It is said that the water that is beneath in certain caverns is almost a, a hundred percent pure, amen, untouched. Amen. What am I saying? I'm saying revelation is seen and revelation could be lost or not seen. Amen. Revelation can be upon the surface. Revelation can be beneath. The blessing is to have the upper and the lower springs. Amen. That which God has revealed, has revealed, and that which God had revealed has to be restored if the church is not operating in them. Amen. Healing has to be restored. The, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Prosperity has to be restored in a righteous way according to the mind of the Lord and the wisdom of God, not according to the lust of men. Amen. Holy Ghost. Truth no na 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 the upper and the lower. Parisha, the upper and the lower. The preciousness of that which God has revealed, though the church has lost it, the revelation it takes to get it back. Amen. It's like certain ministers. Amen. They said, Lord, in the Bible, Amen. There was folks getting healed. Amen. I haven't seen people getting healed like that. And they seek the Lord and they fast and they pray. Hallelujah. And God blesses them, the blessing, <laughs> with a ministry of healing because it was precious and God restored. Heaven must retain Jesus until the restoration of the upper and the lower. Amen. The upper is, is manifest. Everybody sees it. Amen. But the lower many times is, is just as precious. Amen. And people do not regard it. Amen. So give me the upper and the lower springs, that which is manifested and that which is not seen as manifested. Amen. Matthew chapter 5. Amen. Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 and 15. Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 and 15. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all that are in the house. So God speaks of lampstand. That means the light that he desires for the church is on the lampstand. Many times the church is called the lampstand. 
And many times the minister of God is called the lampstand. Amen. That they are synonymous. Amen. With keeping that light. That light is to light the whole house. Amen. So it's not just for the man and woman of God. It's to light, to illuminate, the enlighten the whole house. Amen. And then in 1 Samuel, the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. 1 Samuel, chapter 3, verse 2 and 3. And it came to pass that at that time while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God, the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was, and Samuel was lying down. So the lamp of God went out. So Eli is a type, his eyes were dim, so dim that he could not see, amen. And so the, they, the lamp of God, amen, was supposed to burn in the temple of God, the house of God, as he was lying down, the lamp of God went out, amen. And so the, the lamp of God is not supposed to go out. In other words, there's supposed to be someone a pioneer and a general. Everybody wants to be a pioneer and a general, but no one wants to sacrifice the sacrifices of a pioneer or a general. Amen. Everyone wants to be, you know, known as a mighty man, a woman of God, but no one wants to pay their vows unto the Lord. Amen. Why? You're not supposed to vow a vow rashly. Amen. Only a person who is serious that that vow actually came from the Lord. Lord, I give you my, my whole life. Lord, I give you all my, my children. Amen. Father, that if you anoint me, amen, I will preach your word wherever you tell me to go. Amen. No one wants to pay their vows. <laughs> Holy Ghost. No one wants to deal with God like that. Amen. Praise God. So the light is not supposed to go out. The fellowship. God needs someone who will hold that revelation dear and keep it in the church. Amen. That it never be lost. It'll never be forgotten. It will never be covered. <laughs> Amen. God needs men and women, to be leaders, amen, to love the Lord like that, amen, to regard his revelations, amen, to be in a position, a friend of God, there's a covenant word, to be a friend of God, to receive the revelations of the Lord, amen, not to be offended that God would give these, the revelations of the mysteries first, Unto his apostles. Amen. Praise God. There's a, there is a difference. Amen. There is a difference in the way that things operate and, and flow. Check your heart. Amen. To see. Are you in position 
to be a steward of the mysteries of God. Amen. So the Apostle Paul gave it to Timothy. Timothy gave it to the elders and the pastors that he was over. Amen. And so the line was not broken, that they were faithful stewards of the mysteries of God. So, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. Kaba. God, you are building up, Father. I hear you say that you're building up, that you're strengthening the souls. You're straightening the backs. Amen. Those who are humbled themselves unto you, that you have allowed to gird up, to be strengthened. Amen. Even as their chest <laughs> are poking out is because they are humbled themselves unto the Lord to walk according to the light of God and to war according to the fight. Amen. That God has called you to fight. Amen. The enemy, Kobo Robosh, wants you to operate deceitfully and craftily according to the word of God and using the word of God. Amen. You refuse to speak of those things done in secret. Amen. You refuse, Robo to use those as your operating model. Amen. And so, Father God, I ask you, Amen. To bring illumination unto the church. This is our finest days. These are our finest hour. Amen. This is the day of the Lord. This is the time of the Lord of hosts. This is the time where the Lord spreads his wings. Everything that God does is with force. I see the Lord spreading his wings. I see the force of the wind of God and the power of God. This is the time when God set his eyes on righteousness. The eyes of the Lord causes others to melt before his presence. Amen. This is a time when the truth shall be exalted. Amen. And that God will exalt those who honor the truth. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.